Welcome to Florinosis, the podcast of weaving the soil and the stars together to bring us closer to ourselves and find meaning. This space is dedicated to finding connection between the planets, the plants, and the magic within us. I find the way in which plants reach out to us endlessly fascinating, and when I hear that others have had a similar experience with the same plant, it reminds me just how magical this world truly is. And that's really the basis for my work with plants. It's a spiritual gnosis. So essentially, we're really here to talk in this space about plant spirit communication and what that means to have this co-creative relationship with plants. Planetary motion, you know, and the stars really do have an impact on plant growth as well as our own embodiment and environment. So we'll be talking about how it all connects throughout the show. But I want to address a very specific word that I used as the title to this project, Gnosis. So why the word Gnosis? Gnosis has a lot of different connotations with it, specifically ones that are connected to religion or mystery cults. But really, it's, it's a form of knowledge or wisdom, and that's why I'm using it in that more generalized sense. And gnosis is the Greek word for knowledge or awareness. So again, it became associated pretty early on in its use with those ancient mystery cults, because in its meaning, it essentially describes personal knowledge based off of intuitive, real-life experiences rather than knowledge that was learned, studied, given to us by another person or intellectual in any way. It's not learned knowledge, it's experiential wisdom. In fact, they say that lived experience turns into wisdom over time rather than book-studied knowledge does. And that's because gnosis, just like wisdom, is something that has been integrated and literally has a muscle memory inside the body um, as you've lived through it. And so it's deeply integrated and instilled Um, rather than you reading something. That's my take on it. So thus Gnosis is direct first-hand experience of a plant, let's say a plant for our purposes, talking to you or a spirit or an energy outside of yourself, etc. Whatever it is, it's something that is so strong that has come to you directly and you know it's outside of you, but you can't you, you just can't question its authenticity. You know that it's real and you know this is an experience that you've had where something subtle or something large has shifted something within you and it's just absolutely an authentic experience um, of deep personal and spiritual connection to the world outside of us because In this project of Florinosis, I believe that our personal and collective experience really is the treasure. 
but you know what? Maybe it's my retrograde Aries Jupiter in the ninth house that really likes self-taught paths and maybe has a little bit of an issue with spiritual authority or others telling us what to believe. Not that I don't respect spiritual traditions, I actually really deeply do. Um, but for me, what's missing for so many of us in this day and age is the conditioned mistrust of our own wisdom. And I just have to talk about that. <laughs> Maybe that Aries Jupiter is my way of teaching others to trust in their own wisdom. Thus, maybe Florinosis, this project, is perhaps born from that highest and most visible planet in my own chart. So yes, to talk a little bit about who I am, Kathleen, I actually am, of course, a self-taught herbalist. Less of a self-taught astrologer, and funny enough, the most intuitive work of flower essence crafting is where I've had the most teachers, which I find hilarious, but that's really how my path unfolded. In fact, all of this kind of work opened up for me when I finally got hired in my, at my dream job in my 20s um, and very quickly realized how unfulfilling it was. So I learned about plants at night when I went home and through that, that led me to learn more about medical astrology, believe it or not, as my first path into the wide, beautiful web of astrology. And then here and there, uh, throughout all the different paths that that has led me to, about six years later, here I am with many more threads woven into the tapestry of what I practice now. Uh, but it all connects. And when you work with plants, you quickly realize that, they're, that they are the teachers that never influence you in negative or inauthentic ways. We really do live in a reciprocal relationship with them. Because remember that without, without plants, humans would really cease to exist because we need their oxygen to survive, right? Um, so even though there are plants that aren't here for human consumption, healing, or even interaction, it doesn't mean that they aren't interested in your growth or healing. Plants will never tell you something bad about yourself. They might show you in tough love sort of ways. Um, some of them, and many poisonous plants, in fact, will do that. Um, but it's not, they will never tell you something negative about yourself. If you hear that when you talk to plants, it's most likely your own ego and your own self-doubt coming through to question everything, to be 100% honest, or at least in my own experience. I've heard plants tell me like, hey, I'm busy doing a lot of work of healing this area. You know, those are mostly the invasive plants and poison ivy, for example. Um, invasive plants like all that poison ivy actually really do have a very specific relationship to the ecosystem and which really makes poison ivy and some of those other invasive plant species for example be quite the profound healers in respecting boundaries for example that's the type of stuff that I'm all here for and that we're all going to dive deeper in with plant symbolism plant teachings and again, how it connects to astrology throughout the course of this podcast. And I want to share a quote here that I think really describes what I'm getting at um, in, a, in a little bit more of a poetic way. A quote by Jeffrey Burton Russell. 
where he says, as the sign of a deeper truth, metaphor was close to sacrament because the vastness and richness of reality just cannot be expressed by the overt sense of a statement alone. So with this podcast, I hope to inspire others to see the world around them in a different way. I'll be sharing listener stories about plant relationships and what they taught them frequently, which means that this is an open call submission. If you have a plant story where a plant has helped you or taught you something or just a magical moment with a plant to send in your story, either here with a voice message or emailed to daughterofwandstarot at gmail.com. And before we end this introductory episode, thank you all for listening thus far. I want to share a few listener stories, actually, um, that I've gathered over the course of the last month before beginning this project. And these are some of the examples, and these are some of the simple but effective stories where plants really remind us the magic of how we can continue to learn about ourselves and discover who we really are. So I'll share this first story from Alaya, where they say, before I knew its name, a bull thistle began to grow in my tiny apartment backyard. At first, it was a stubborn, spiky weed that refused to be removed. So I left it alone and it grew into a star. And then it grew and grew until it was over six feet tall, covered in spiny bright purple flowers and treacherous to stand near. It never failed to impress me with its sharpness and began to delight me as it grew large enough to peek into my living room window. And as it grew, I was also growing out of a relationship, out of some old stories about myself and into someone I was a little scared of being. I didn't realize until months into our relationship that it was telling me I was allowed to be me. I was allowed to radiate beauty, fierceness, strength, and clear boundaries. I was allowed to take up space. As the season shifted to fall and I moved from my apartment, the thistle began to die but not before it spread its seeds everywhere. I'll never forget it. Thank you, Thistle. And thank you, Aaliyah. This next story comes from Jesse Richardson. As I started to expand my path and healing process from a lot of trauma, I began embracing a fascination I had with poisonous plants. I actually began tattooing them as each one taught me a lesson. Now, foxglove was an odd one out. It was almost an impulse to have her tattooed. I was three months into my recovery program, and I did not understand why she wanted me to see her when I had no matters of the heart to attend to at that time. But she was patient, and shortly after bringing her into my life, I realized the romantic relationship of eight years I had was tearing me up. 
It had toxic roots, all while being talked out of breaking up in order to fit into a mold of a perfect relationship. She came in with the lesson that I had to be brave, that for me to continue my recovery and heal, I would have to deal with the hurt of my heart and be brave. So I ended the relationship and set some very specific boundaries that have allowed me to further my recovery to the point that I am officially in eight months of recovery now. Amazing. And lastly, I love this story um, by an anonymous submitter. Um, but this is a, a, um, a really simple, clear story. Not that those other ones weren't. This is a really clear story about the power of flower essences, actually. This person writes that I initially got mustard, flower essence, to bring back my jaw de vivre, which led me to realizing that for the past five years I had depression, which was actually the byproduct of a relationship with a narcissist, they write, and actually not chronic fatigue that I had originally thought. So thank you all for listening and thank you for being here um, th with me throughout this journey. We're going to have amazing guest speakers coming up on this show. We're going to be talking about um, plants in association with certain zodiacal seasons and the archetypes of the zodiac, the planets and planetary plant ambassadors um, to really learn about how these, you know, astro herbalism really does teach us a lot about psycho-spiritual work as well as how it can help us heal specific areas of the body. Um, so thank you all so much for listening. I don't know about you, but I am super excited to go down this journey. And if remember, if you have any submissions, any plant stories, just like the ones you heard, um, I'm always open to sharing them. Until next time, I'll see you on the plant path.